everybody. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Dial B for Birder. Yeah. The podcast about birding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might recognize uh, our voices right. from our previous podcast, Birds in the Kitchen, <laughs> yep. which was not about birds. Yeah. And the 100 grand on my wrist, yeah, life sucks podcast. Right. Which was... Not about birds either. Yeah. Yeah. Or even watches. Right. Right. But we're back. Jesse and Thomas. Yes. That's what I was about to say, too. (laughs) Sorry. Jesse and Thomas back. (laughs) But you already knew that because you recognized our voices. I say Thomas and Jesse. Yeah. You say Jesse and Thomas. Uh, Oh, interesting. (laughs) But yeah, here we are. We're here. uh, Dial B for birders. We're here to talk to the birders, amateurs and pros, about birding, everything you need to know. Pretty much just amateurs, actually. Our our hope for this podcast is to make birding accessible to dumb people like us. Mm. Dumb in the birding sense, maybe not in other senses. I don't want to insult my intelligence, or your intelligence, Jesse. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Right you are, Thomas. (laughs) And that British accent proves that I'm smart. Mm, yep. Um, well, yeah. So what, what are we going to be doing here, Jesse? This episode, we're going to be talking about sparrows. Mm. We went on three separate expeditions uh, for the purposes of this episode yep. uh, that were increasingly more successful. Yeah. Uh, the first one was mostly failure of a mission to the Oakland Hills, uh, which Thomas was not present for. No. I went with uh, my friend Mika and uh, Engineer Miles, mm-hmm. who's going to be the engineer of this uh, podcast. Right. Turning the ones and twos. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, for our second expedition, we went up to scenic Mount Tamalpais that overlooks my hometown of Stinson Beach. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we saw some pretty interesting birds up there. We're going to tell you yeah. about later. Yeah, I'd say we saw a bird or two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, last and most successfully, we went to my parents' backyard and yeah. uh, observed the birds at the bird feeder there. Yeah. So every episode, the uh, what can the listeners expect, Jesse, of us and what we will be doing? They c- each episode is going to revolve around a particular bird. That we go looking for on an expedition, and we're going to play you clips from the expedition, and sometimes comment on those clips in between clips. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're, there's going to be a unique bird, and then we're going to tell you, usually we won't have this many locations that we went to. But uh, The first episode, you got to start out with a bang. That's right. To hook the listener, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so you can learn about these birds, and hopefully, if you feel so inspired, uh, go to an expedition in the same places and go see if you can find some of those birds yourself. Yeah, or if you're not in the exact same area that we live, sorry! <laughs> <laughs> Good luck looking for birds in Europe, nerds. <laughs> Thomas has a heavy European fan base. Uh, hey, what's up, Euros? <laughs> but don't worry, we're going to be doing lots of British impressions and voices on this podcast. Uh, Jesse will be. I don't do accents. Uh, Thomas may be doing some accents down the line. Maybe for the drunk episode. Mm, to, to be determined. That's right. But uh, anyway, I've started a new character. Uh, it's David Attenborough's Cockney brother. His name's uh, Nigel Edinburgh. And uh, you'll be hearing from him later. I don't know who David... I found out today who David Edinburgh is. So I feel like maybe that's why that joke hasn't landed for too many people. Yes. <laughs> or anybody. Right. But David Attenborough will be known to people who listen to a birding podcast. And uh, certainly okay. to Europeans. Mm-hmm. But like we said, it's not for birders. This podcast is for dumb people. Yeah, if if you're a professional birder, please turn it this off. You know? You're going to hate it. Yeah, you're, or maybe you'll love it, but probably the former. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so far I hate it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, well. Uh, uh, where, where are we going to start off the clips? We're going to take you into, actually, this first clip uh, was recorded the night before our first failed birding expedition to the Oakland Hills. Mm, Okay. I haven't haven't heard this, so I'm looking forward to hearing what happened. Well, let's whisk you away right now. (laughs) 
tomorrow on uh, Dial B for Birder, we're going to be wading out into the shrubs of the Oakland Hills to be looking for the very non-elusive Golden Crown Sparrow. Not to be confused with the White Crown Sparrow or the many other types of sparrow that occupy this part of North America. That will probably be our greatest challenge. It's not a very rare bird, but we're going to have to be able to tell apart from all the other sparrows that could be in the area. And here we are the next day. All right. All right. Mission one. We're here in the dense woodlands and trying to flip through the guidebook as I uh, walk downhill here, but it's looking like we're going to need to find some more open country, which we're heading into now. So where did it, what kind of trees are we looking for? Spruce. Spruce. And what does a spruce look like? I don't know, I didn't bring a plank guide, but. <laughs> Try saying, oh dear me, over and over again. Oh dear me, oh dear me, oh dear me. No, in a bird call type of way. Getting wetter and wetter. Maybe we just do a podcast about farting. <laughs> Wish my hands weren't so shaky. Gonna have to overcome that if I'm gonna become an expert birder. That looks like good burden territory, way down the bottom of that. Down the canyon? That's treacherous, Miko. How are we gonna get down there? Right there. Next, we uh, ran into an uh, enormous crowd of ladybugs, and uh, we were under the mistaken impression that uh, they were all having sex with each other. But as we lady le- later learned, lady learned, uh, <laughs> slip of the tongue there, uh, they were just uh, moving together to keep warm. The plants are alive with the pulsing red layer of biomass that upon closer inspection seems to be a horde, an enormous horde of ladybugs. Oh my goodness. There's ladybugs on pretty much every inch of plant matter for about, what is this? 20 by 20 feet. Seems some sort of food sex orgy of ladybugs. It does seem to be kind of a sexual component. They're really feeling each other out. There's like layer of five ladybugs all stacked in a uh, human centipede looking contraption. And it sounds like it's raining, but it's just the ladybugs all fucking each other. <laughs> oh, they're all over you, Jesse. Oh, they're over me and you, Ma. Ah! Is a nightmare come true. Once the first one comes on, then the rest of them think the orgy is on your body, and it's it really is sinister. It's like the plants are bleeding, but then I mean, look at it, they're just like fucking falling off each other right there. They don't even eat plants, do they? Oh yeah, that's right. They, they eat aphids. They must just be fucking. It must just be a fuck fest. Look, that ladybug's late for the fuck fest. <laughs> Things have not been going well for me in life, and I've sort of invested all my hopes and dreams in finding the sparrow today, so... If it doesn't work out, this could send me into a bleak tailspin. And the birds often seem to know when the stakes are high. Well, you know, like I invented TV was a farmer. Where'd that come from, Mika? It's right above us, sounds like. Tree. 
looking at some type of sparrow. Hops like a sparrow. The size of a sparrow. I'm leaning towards yes, definitely. Yeah, it wasn't a sparrow. Well, we picked what we thought was a common, easy-to-find bird, and it uh, turned out we actually couldn't find any birds there in the woods. Might have been because we picked the wrong place at the wrong time of day or because there was too many yuppies. But uh, we've learned some important lessons. We've learned about some dangers, and uh, we saw some ladybugs. We've learned that you really have to go in with a plan for these type of things. It's hard to freewheel a bird mission. The ladybugs, though, were quite exciting. I think we're... Don't overlook it. It's probably a once-in-a-lifetime experience to see that many ladybugs piled on top of each other, squirming for for something that they call love. <laughs> it just goes to show that uh, you find things when you're least looking for them. So, as you can see, uh, that mission didn't go very well. Yeah. But it actually has an interesting postscript. Okay. I was sitting at home at my parents' house, as I do. Right. How, how long after? Days that? later. Okay. We're talking days later. We're talking days, people. Two days we're talking later. All right. When all of a sudden, actually not like that, more like that, a thump at the door. Okay. Was it Thomas? Was it a friend coming to bring me something? Was it the delivery man? No. It was the Golden Crowned Sparrow. <laughs> what? It just ran into your door. Flew into my parents' door and died instantly. <laughs> wow. I've got the picture to prove it. Yeah, he sent it to me on his uh, flip phone. It was beautiful. Um, well, and it just goes to show, you know. When uh, you want something, life will bring it to you, but it won't be as you want it to be. Ooh, that's even mm, better. I spent a while thinking about it. <laughs> so for this uh, next mission, these next clips are going to be from mine and Thomas's journey to Mount Tamalpais. Oh, yeah, baby. All right, what's up? All right, here we are. Hey, birders. Hey, birders. So we're at uh, Mount Tamalpais. Let's set the scene. It's uh, it's 8.33 a.m. Pantol Ranger Station. Pantol Ranger Station. Um, I had a little confusion meeting up this morning. I I went to the wrong place, but we're here now. Um, how was your morning, Jesse? Well, as uh, I, you know, I was sitting there in the cold by myself for a while, but I was entertained by uh, what I believe was a pileated woodpecker. Hell yeah. That we were just looking at. Uh, it doesn't have the yellow eyes that the guidebook said the pileated woodpecker would have, but uh, it's looking pretty pileated aside from that now. Right, right. And, Thomas uh, took a look just now, too. Yeah, we got some sweet photos of it. It let us get pretty close. And then Thomas scared it away. I did scare it away. According to the guidebook, it can be pileated or pileated. That's a source of uh, spirited debate amongst birders. I'm going with pileated. Me, too. Uh, okay. No debate here. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> Um, uh, but, uh, it's, um, the sun has risen, it's, uh, maybe 63 degrees, I had a, a hearty breakfast. This is what it's all about, <laughs> folks. Hearty breakfast, little cold weather, and the sun glinting mm -hmm. off the treetops. Mm -hmm. I escaped from the, uh, the towering skyscrapers and hustle and bustle of the city <laughs> life in San Francisco to a more... Uh, simple and serene surrounding here uh, in North Bay. Let's get a nice enthusiastic exhale from you. Ah. <laughs> that doesn't sound very relaxed. <laughs> Still sounds tense, but hey, we haven't, <laughs> we haven't been burning for long, so yeah, yeah, the relaxation will take hold as we go. Right, but it's, it's exciting that we... Uh, we got to, uh, we saw a bird right off top and we're gonna drive to the top of this road here and that's where the real birding is gonna begin, correct? That's right. We're driving up Pantel Road to uh, Rock Springs, which interestingly enough is 
where my family has agreed to meet if we get separated and there's a big earthquake. Oh, cool. All yeah. right. That's good to have a family plan. Yeah. I, I was. We didn't have a plan, actually, and I made my family come up with it. Oh, you were responsible for that. Yeah. Wow. What a responsible young man. Single <laughs> ladies. <laughs> and unemployed bosses. <laughs> He's responsible. He's thoughtful. I don't know, man. Complete package. Yeah. Um, oh, right. get this. Can I tell you the parody song I wrote this morning? Yes, of course. You know the Rolling Stones song, Beast of Burden? N- no. Don't want to be your beast oh, of yeah, yeah. burden. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. <laughs> My parody song is, I want to be the best at burden. <laughs> <laughs> the best at burden? The best at burden. The best at burden. That's amazing. I Doesn't like that it. fit nicely? Best of Burden, I think, is the title of episode one right here. Oh, hell yeah. Yes! Um, all right, well, we're going to drive up the road, but we're not going to talk while we drive because driving in silence is the safest way to drive. <laughs> <laughs> and then we actually overshot Rock Springs uh, because, uh, like I told you before, I'm dumb. And uh, we actually... Jesse, don't call yourself dumb. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm actually, I am actually smart. Yep. But uh, dumb directionally, and anyone who knows me will attest to that. Mm. Uh, so we ended up actually closer to the top of the mountain uh, where the guard towers and shit are, if you've ever been to smoke pot on Mount Tam before. So that's where we are. I hope this was helpful. <laughs> All right, here we are, everyone. We're at the top of the mountain. Do you know where we are, Jesse? Uh, I guess no. Okay. I mean, I've been here a bunch of times, but right. no, it's like that guard tower, yeah. all the rocks, and you can go rock climbing over here. Yeah, there's a lot of rocks right now. We've realized that we're not in appropriate footwear. Uh, Jesse's wearing some uh, old school Adidas. Superstars. Superstars. I'm wearing uh, Chuck Taylors. So Iconic. Yep. So we're wearing classic shoes, but not classic for hiking. They're both white, which is makes them hard for hiking. Yeah. You're going to get all scuffed up. Right. And you know how I feel about scuffing my shoes. Yeah, it makes you do a little high-pitched squeal. <laughs> Every time. Uh, but yeah, we're near this like lookout tower that's got uh, barbed wire around it, and it's got security cameras on swivel. And um, I just learned the existence of a bridge. So that was nice. Jesse taught me all about the San Rafael Richmond Bridge. <laughs> so Thomas, despite being a Bay Area resident, has never been on nor heard of this one of three bridges yeah. in the area. But to be fair, I had heard of the other two. So <laughs> you've heard of the Golden Gate? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh shit. Okay. So, anyways, a bird just flew up to us. We think it's some type of blue, um, blue jay or scrub jay, maybe. That's a good guess. Yeah. Up, oh, they just trying to flip through the guidebook, but yeah, it just flew away from us. But we definitely got a good visual on it. A um, big part of birding I've noticed is flipping through the guidebook and <laughs> realizing that the bird flew away. Yeah. So um, definitely seeing some birds, not a lot. I think I think next time maybe an earlier start. It's hard to say. We're gonna hit Rock Springs, which is where we we're supposed to go, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I was. Uh, I'm kind of a dumbass too. Is that it? Like Thomas and Western Scrub Jay. Well, did its head look like that? I'm not sure. I thought its head looked a little more pointed. Yeah. What do you think about the Toronto Blue Jays? I love. I'm actually thinking about starting to make my new thing that I wear uh, different hats with different birds on them. Oh, like, like bird teams. There's a lot of bird teams. Yeah, the, the Orioles have a really cool hat. Mm-hmm. And for this next part, we are actually at Rock Springs on the Cataract Trail. Got anything to say about the Cataract Trail? Uh, the Cataracts fly like a G6. <laughs> Would you like to repeat your uh, rock climbing joke? Uh, <laughs> I was saying that rock climbers listen to shitty music. <laughs> and I said, what type of music do they listen to? Rock music? It was laughs all around. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so according to Jesse's book, we might see some, uh, what was it? There's, there was a tit in there. It wasn't like a... The oak tit mouse. Yeah, we might see the oak tit mouse, which is not a bird. <laughs> We're going to keep an eye out for the Townsend's Warbler, which 
I'm excited about because I wrote a humorous article that I submitted to the paper and was rejected in high school called <laughs> A Townsend's Warbler's Guide to Life or something. Uh, I picked the name at random, but apparently it's a local bird here. Small yellow looking bird. Townsend, Townsend Warbler definitely sounds like a delicious pastry to me. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I'm down. Um, Townsend, I learned recently, uh, he died of uh, arsenic poisoning because apparently there's like somehow there's arsenic involved in the preservation of birds back in the oh. day. They'd like prepare the specimens. That's interesting. Yeah, because uh, I feel like back in the day we used to use a lot of toxic chemicals, you know, like remember like, you know, like Mad Hatters, like. They would make hats out of like some weird chemical and it would drive them insane and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? That's yeah. a Mad Hatter comes yeah, from? It, yeah, it's like a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Alice in Wonderland, it was, it was based on real life. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice to think about how terrible everything used to be. You know, like just think about what like living in London and like the 1800s was like where like everyone has syphilis and like there's garbage everywhere and then like there's chemicals that are like eating your brain <laughs> people are dumping chamber pots out the window yeah exactly and it's like what is your form of entertainment like i'm gonna go like l like watch a man play like a fiddle sadly on the corner and like <laughs> That's that's your media, you know, <laughs> like that's your media consumption. Well, I always have a lot of fun at the Dickens Fair. Mm. I went a couple weeks ago as my character, Nigel Cunningham. <laughs> Did you dress up? A British alias, yeah. Really? And my friend told me he was going to dress up, but he didn't. So <laughs> I showed up with my sister all dressed up and uh -huh. we're the only ones. Uh, fun side note right here. That so-called friend was uh, Engineer Miles. What 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 were you wearing? Like a top hat and like I borrowed one of my dad's Kangles and then I had a little vest on over like a checkered shirt. That's amazing. Is there pictures? Yeah, as a flip phone pic, I could show. You. Oh fuck yes! Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, it's fun being a character. Yeah, I like having an alter ego. Sure. Then that brings it back to impressionists, which we were talking about. Right. And in a way, isn't it? just a way to escape from reality you know that's right right but aren't we all doing an impression of the person who we want to be oh shit wow that was pretty deep jesse i like it thanks yeah um all right well we will report back once we uh get out to nature a little more uh we see a nice couple we're sitting in our car a nice couple is walking in front of us on the trail they have a little dog with them Dogs are usually bad for birds, but I think the birds up on Mount Tam are relaxed enough that it won't be that big of a deal. Okay. The guy's wearing, like, a, a dorky hat, I would say. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good summer. It's like an Australian cowboy hat, maybe. Yeah, it can't. It's like almost a cowboy hat, but it's not committing enough. Yeah, and he's with a... I think the girl looks out of his league. <laughs> you know, but I I found that I f I feel that about like ninety percent of couples. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> like the girl is almost always more yeah. attractive than the I'm guy. I'm like, oh really? She's going for him. I think it's probably like my issue. <laughs> I should just be like, oh, I hope they're happy. <laughs> but instead, I'm like, this fucking guy. It, I love it when you see the opposite. When you see like a really handsome oh, guy with like a frumpy yeah. girl, and you go, oh, yeah. that guy's cool. I get, I, I remember one like shining example where like, so I feel like I'm not a good judgment of like whether or not guys are attractive or not, but like this one guy, he was like, he looked like a male model. Like his jawline was perfect. Yeah. You can like, tell at some yeah, point. Yeah. 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 And like this girl was like frumpy. Okay. Let's just go. <laughs> I don't want to talk shit. We're all beautiful creatures. Do you have a retainer? She just like was not the ideal whatever anyways <laughs> anyways i saw them as like a couple around uh campus right and i was like what is going on here like and she was in one of my classes and she was like very aggressive and like kind of bitchy you know and i was <laughs> she like she didn't have a good personality either. not a great personality no not like super chill and then um i was like near them when they were interacting and i realized that this guy is a fucking idiot. Like, he was, like, dumb as rocks. Like, he'd be like, uh, this is a good sandwich. <laughs> and I think she just, like, 
she like did some calculations in her head and he's like, yeah, he's dumb as shit, but I'm smart enough for the two of us. He's really attractive. I'm going for it, you know? <laughs> wow. So I guess good for her. I don't know, man. That's interesting to think of someone being out of someone else's league intellectually. Yeah, yeah. I guess like, yeah, because I think certain people would be like, they're down to be with someone who's kind of dumb because they're like, this is nice. I get to make the decisions. Call yeah. the shots, you know? Yeah. There's worse things than being dumb. Yeah. I would rather have be with someone who was nice and kind of dumb than someone who was like smart and like being snarky with me 24-7, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like dumb people are nicer because they know that they don't have really anything else to offer besides just being nice and chill. Yeah. And in my mind, I feel like there's not that many people that are truly dumb. Like, people are just intelligent in different ways. And when someone calls someone I dumb, it, it, it makes me go, uh, it makes me, it's upsetting, you know? Because, you know, I don't know. You shouldn't be mocking someone because you think you're smarter. That's just kind of a shitty thing to do, you know? I guess, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at some point, if someone's dumb enough, right. I think you just have to save it for right. people who are really, truly dumb. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you shouldn't be like, oh, you don't know what string theory is, you fucking idiot. You know? It's like, well, that's not what they care about, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't know where the richmond Sanderfell Bridge <laughs> is? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, in a way, we're all idiots, you know? Yeah. Mm. All right. We're all dumb in different ways, too. Right. <laughs> we're all smart in different ways and dumb in different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm dumb with smart people stuff. <laughs> but smart in other ways. Smart in dumb people stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, anyways, we'll check back when we see some dank birds. <laughs> okay. Here we are. We're along the trail. And we saw some birds that we... That scurried away. We weren't able to identify them, but we're updating here because we're looking at a banana slug right now. The majestic banana slug. The majestic banana slug. A good omen. Yes. And it's uh, slowly moving away from us. Um, I like when you can, uh, this didn't happen in this case, but I love when I save somebody from stepping on a banana slug. Oh, yeah. You feel like a hero for a minute. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. they are love. They're very lovable. Yeah, animals. They're, they're cute. I get why UC Santa Cruz made them their mascot. You mm. know. Can I sing the banana slug song from the banana slug sl string band? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you about? All right. I might have told you this before, but it still amazes me. I was uh, listening to NPR late at night when I was like driving or something. Yeah. And they brought on a children's music critic to <laughs> review. Hell yeah. Some children's music album that like, like some washed out pop band from the eighties decided to reunite and become a children's music band because <laughs> they're all in their forties or whatever, you know? And he was like seriously critiquing and analyzing this children's music album. That is a fucking cool job. Did he have children or is he childless? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's a sex offender. There's no way you can't be a fucking weirdo if your job is to review children's music. So, um, anyways. That's great. I, you, know what I, you know what I heard the other day is mm -hmm. my uh, friend pointed this out to me. But Raffi, you know, the children's singer yeah, Raffi, yeah, yeah, he yeah. has, like, serious songs that he did about, like, Canadian politics. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You can hear, like, his 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 folk songs about topical issues that uh, none of us know about. That sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know he was Canadian. Um, well, anyways. You know, he's kind of a creepy guy. He's yeah, yeah, he looks creepy. He has a creepy vibe about him. Yeah. I think um, no one should make children's music. I think that just shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> I think we have enough children's songs. I like it. We can recycle those, and then kids can listen to adult music. It's fine. <laughs> you know? Why not? Oh, shit. Um, all right. Jesse's uh, burner phone's blown up. Okay. Just to update everyone. We're balls deep in the trail right now. There's some little birds fluttering around. Jesse is in the ready stance. He's viewing them with his binoculars. The birds are fluttering to and fro. My arms are tired from a day of binocular lifting. Yes. <laughs> my excitement keeps me going. He's running on pure adrenaline right now. <laughs> is that a bird right there? 
Do you see that? What, on the trunk? Yeah. Or is that just a leaf? <laughs> okay. I can't tell. It's hard to... No, that's definitely a leaf. Okay, okay. Confirmed leaf. Confirmed leaf. Common mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, I've do lost you, sight of the little birds oh, on the ground. Too. There were some little birds. They were letting out little chirps. It sounded very elegant. It's still a, a crispy morning. The time is 10.37 a.m. Jesse's wearing a rugby long sleeve polo. Bought it yesterday. I'm in a, I'm in a, he bought it yesterday. It looks, it looks like he's worn it for years, <laughs> which I guess is the idea. I'm in a t-shirt. My arms are slightly chilly, but, oh, do you see that behind that tree? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Oh, fuck, it just went away. God damn it. Oh, I hear a woodpecker. There are a lot of woodpeckers oh. here. Oh, yes. We hear a woodpecker in the distance. Um, we just had a great conversation about, what were we talking about, Jesse? Serial killers, we were talking Holocaust. About, <laughs> we were talking about serial killers. Previous to that, we were talking about the Holocaust. Thomas was talking about the BTK killer, and he <laughs> accidentally called him the B2K killer. <laughs> oh, boy, what a... What a laugh we had about it. Um, but anyways, the hunt continues. We definitely aren't seeing that many birds. It's probably too late in the day. All right, here we are. We're back at the trailhead. We crossed the street and we're on top of a mountain looking over the bay. Uh, My mom said we might be able to find some acorn woodpeckers in the trees by the trailhead, but we haven't been able to see any. Yeah, I think the lesson is getting at it early is best. Start early, bird. Early yeah. birder gets the birds. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's the expression. It's uh, it's 11.22 a.m. right now, and uh, the sun is thoroughly out. It's a bit windy, maybe you can pick up on that wind on this hill. But we can see the, the city in the distance under fog, and... Uh, it's, it's all very humbling, you know? Well, uh, yeah, we were just talking about whether or not we'd want to be killed by a bear or a shark. And that was a shark or a tiger. Shark or a tiger, yeah. You were the one who thought of the question. Yeah, I did, I did. But I was, I was thinking tiger would be better because you might, like, you're less defenseless on land rather than water. And I thought maybe you could get a couple punches into that stupid tiger face, but... Well, you can punch a shark a couple times. You yeah. You give him a little punch in the gills. Yeah, that's true. That'd probably bother them more than a punch to a tiger's head would even. Right. Jesse sent me straight, like, I don't think I'm doing any damage to a tiger that wants to fucking kill me. Have you seen... You remember that old video they show you in science class of the birds who are learning to fly, but there's sharks in the water? And the oh. baby birds are like starting to fly and then a shark will come up and fucking bite them out of the air. Oh, dang. No, I haven't seen that. It's sick. That's terrible. Yeah, I guess terrible. Isn't it funny? <laughs> Depends if you're a bird lover or a shark lover. For us bird lovers, it can be hard to watch sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, it's funny how like nature, like, people view nature as like this perfect, serene, like balance between animals, but really it's just like a bunch of animals just like killing each other, trying to survive another day. Like, it's a bloodbath out there. Yeah, and like we're just the top animals, so sorry, we get to build roads and stuff, you know? <laughs> sorry guys. Being a bird seems chill. Yeah, that's true. You're in the sky. If you're not one of those birds that gets eaten by sharks. But right. Yeah, it's a lot of chilling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were talking about earlier how it seems like it's kind of boring. Like, it's 90% of their days. It's kind of like, well... <laughs> yeah, you'll watch a bird sometimes that are not doing any activity. They're just sitting there looking around. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're thinking about, like, how to get food. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Animals don't really have that great of thoughts compared to us. Probably not. Yeah. Oh man, let me tell you about dolphins real quick. I am so sick of hearing about how smart dolphins are. <laughs> Everyone keeps telling me like, you know dolphins, they're actually like probably as smart as humans. I'm like, listen. Yeah, I'm tired of that too. Uh, what have they invented recently? Like, do the, do the dolphins have their own internet? You know, like I get they don't have thumbs, but still like, 
they gotta have some type of accomplishment to prove their intelligence, you know? Well, maybe we can bring him down with all these sexual misconduct allegations going around. Maybe we can bring down Dolphin PR that way, because they're, you know, known rapists. Right. They will, like, uh, they will kill you trying to hump you, right? Yeah. You let them? They're horny. Yeah. Can you imagine seeing that smile, that evil dolphin (laughs) smile as he's just rubbing his giant dick on you? (laughs) That might be the worst way to die. Yeah, rape by a dolphin. He asks about this question. Would you rather be raped to death by a dolphin or have a chimp eat your face? Oh, fuck. Uh, I guess I go with the chimp. I think like, okay, I think one of the scariest nature things for me is like if I were in some forest and I encountered like a pack of apes. Yeah. They were just like, oh, and they like decided to fuck me up. Like, I, cause they're like kind of human. Like, I don't know. Apes are scary as shit, dude. Yeah. Chimps, yeah. chimps are the most scary. Or baboons maybe are the most scary. Right. But yeah. yeah. I'd just rather not die by animal, I guess, is the conclusion I've reached. Great answer. Yeah. Hopefully I die from, um my arteries being clogged like a like every other american you know yeah hey and on that note <laughs> let's go get some burgers all right well yeah we're gonna go get some food, burgers and then we're gonna head back to jesse's place to view some birds at your bird feeder right that's correct okay. we're gonna see the uh golden the famous golden crown sparrow hopefully oh man i really hope so i've never seen one in person or maybe I haven't, don't care. They but have pretty breathtaking. Yeah? Okay. No, not really. Okay, alright. They're very nondescript. But there's other cool birds there that have been coming around recently. And there's a big jay that flies by and scares all the other birds away. Oh, cool. He's like the bully of the stoop. I want to see some bird conflict, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully some fights. Alright, well, we'll check back. Alright, here we are. We're at Jesse's place. I ate a double hamburger. Jesse, you had... I had a chicken sandwich. With fries? With fries. I got to share my hot take on potatoes. It's a pretty good take. Thank you. And I decided that I don't like fries, really. (laughs) Yeah, so... And we looked at action figures that your mom bought. Uh, But anyways, here we are. At the feeder. At the feeder. There are no birds at the feeder right now, but... We can hear birds romping around nearby. They'll be back, yeah. Yeah. The sparrows are all aflutter in the bushes. The sparrows are aflutter in the bushes. It's it's warmed up. The sun is has risen. It's 12.30 right now. Got some clouds. It's very peaceful. This is a good style of birding for you fat out of shape listeners who want to see birds but you don't want to go hiking. Right. You can just sit at home with your bird feeder and just watch the birds come to you. Yeah. Yeah. You can and you can watch them from outside or from inside a window, you know, just view them. You don't have to be exposed to uh, nature's toxicity. That's right. My yeah. mom when she brushes her teeth, she looks through the window and sees this feeder. Yeah. That's a pretty boring fact. <laughs> um, well, so I think our plan is to stay posted and um, try and see some birds. We're, we're literally, like, standing right over the feeder, so it makes sense that no birds are at it right now. Yeah, they think um, we're big bully birds. Yeah, right. Their little bird brains can't comprehend what we are, you know? It's fun. One fun thing about the uh, bird feeders, you can see, like, the pecking order of... Uh, Hey, you know, see where they stand. Which birds have to fly away when other birds get there and such. Right, that's cool. And what's the top bird that you've? Well, the jay is the big bully here. Mm. I don't know what kind of jay is exactly. Yeah, but he's blue, so probably some type of blue jay. But he comes in, or stellar jay maybe. It was a scrub jay. He comes in and scares the birds away periodically. Cool. I like it. Um, all right. You can have little nicknames for your birds that come as if you're a real dork. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, there goes Ernie. And if you correct that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect bird name. Perfect bird name. Yeah. What's the best bird name? Ernie. Okay. Great. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> nah, it's got to be something with a B. Swing and a home run. Like, uh, like Bert the Bernie or something like that. You know? Bernie the bird. I don't know. <laughs> uh... Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to come with it. All right, let me tell you guys about my hot potato take because oh, yeah. Jesse gave me the confidence to share it with the world. All right. All right. 
Bottom line, potatoes are bullshit. Can okay. you say it in your rant voice like you used to do? <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> all right, so all right, let's think about potatoes for a second, guys. All right, what are the top forms in which potatoes are consumed? You have French fries. What is that? It's just you fry the potato strings. If you fry anything, it's delicious. Even just like once fried potatoes are not great. You need like double fried french fries for them to be crispy and good. Like you double fry anything, it's delicious, okay? So fuck out of here, french fries. That doesn't make potatoes good. What's next? Chips, same thing, different frying, right? Still you're just frying something to a crisp. Like it tastes good because it's oil and fat and salt. All right, what else? Oh, mashed potatoes. Okay, here's the thing about mashed potatoes. Sneakily, one of the most unhealthy foods you'll ever consume. If you ever see, if you ever see a recipe for mashed potatoes, it's like two potatoes, three cups of heavy cream, two sticks of butter, mash it all together, and then like, oh, oh, what I do to make my uh, mashed potatoes extra good, extra stick of butter. <laughs> like, if you put heavy cream and butter into anything, it's delicious. Yeah, so. that's every. That's probably everyone's cooking secret, is they just add <laughs> extra butter. Yeah, yeah. I think most restaurant secrets come down to them just, like, adding a shit ton of uh, butter, you know? Yeah, restaurants, you really see it. How disgusting food is. Right. Oh, how yeah. Butter and shits and everything. I'm sure you know, as a, as a dishwasher, just trying to wash all this dang butter off the plates. Yeah, and the ramekins. Washing a ramekin is the worst. What's a ramekin? It sprays right back at you. It's this thing they put, like, whipped butter in at restaurants. Those little things are, like, cups. Yeah. But no one ever has them at home. They're just at restaurants. Interesting. Ramekin. Ramekin Skywalker, they used to call me (laughs) the old restaurant. Did they really, or did you just make that up? No, I made that up. (laughs) All right. Well, anyways, we're going to step back indoors and observe the birds from afar. Hopefully, I can get some some quality picks, and, and we'll go from there. Okay, here we are. We're maybe we're maybe eight feet away from the bird feeder. What a specimen. We're sitting in wood chairs. Staring right at the elusive golden crowned sparrow. We see the golden crown or we did see it. In all its royal splendor. Oh that looks like the white headed one. That's a white crowned sparrow. very good. <laughs> We just spot a white crown sparrow. The thing about these sparrows is they're they're skittish little creatures, you know? You see them for one second, and then they're gone the next. Uh, yeah, they're all over the bird feeder, and then if you just, like, take a step or make a big noise, they just scatter into the bushes. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so what we did is we pulled up a golden crown sparrow bird call, and I played them on my phone. The results, I would say, are inconclusive. But uh, that might be a good t- tactic, you know, to play bird calls for birds we're interested in. And then they, they will be attracted. Jesse said, what, they'll, they can have sex with my phone? Yeah, well, that's ideally. Ideally, they'll be having sex with my phone. And I, I have a lot of questions about bird sex now that I'm thinking about it. Cloa- they have cloacas. What is that? They just have two holes that they rub together. Are you serious? So there's no such thing as a bird dick? No, ducks have dicks. Right. Some birds have dicks. Yeah. But Interesting. Like these birds just have cloacas. <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine? Oh, my Lord. I'm 12 years old. Trying you, to fuck like yeah. Look, there's a golden crown spa- uh, uh, uh Can you imagine, like, okay, picture, like, a crow. With, <laughs> which is, like, <laughs> just, like, a human dick. <laughs> 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 that would be pretty good. Just hanging off human size, digging balls, hanging off a regular sized bird. <laughs> Please know that it took me 30 seconds to get that out. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it was too funny. Well, you were rightfully excited, I think. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so. Look, that's a freaking golden crown sparrow right that's there. right there. We're looking at it right now. Um, it looks majestic. Like it, a little prince. <laughs> like a sweet prince. Um, the oh, prince yeah. of sparrows. And there's a white-tailed one. There's a whole... It. I think my impression here is that the sparrows, they're all for interracial mingling, you know? Yeah. There's not only golden-headed 
golden crown sparrows. Get along, yeah. Yeah, there's all different. And then brewers sparrows probably. Brewers sparrows, yeah. It's hard to identify the brown ones. So I really think all sparrows, you know, they work together. They get along. They travel together. And I think uh, we could learn something about it in our society, you know? Mm. That's very astute. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right. So you're saying, like, we could get along with sparrows in the city. (laughs) (laughs) We, too, could get along with sparrows of different types. Yeah. Here's Uh, a tip I have for novice birders. Uh, Instead of, well, I guess a retroactive tip to give us when we went out hunting for the golden crown sparrow. The white crown sparrow is a lot easier to identify. Mm -hmm. So if you like birding, like in the way doing the style of birding where you have a mission and you're going out looking for a specific bird the white crown sparrow is a good one to pick because it's common and easy to spot because the crown is just blazing white right whereas in the golden crown sparrow it's just like a little smudgy yellow it's very subtle yeah you'd have to get real close to these skittish creatures which will be difficult so um, <gasps> golden crown, golden crown. Oh, look at it. Look at that golden That's crown. That's a definite golden crown sparrow oh, right you there. You think you're royalty? You think you're hot shit just because you're born like that? You know, you didn't earn that crown. <laughs> you know, you were born into it. And that's why we don't support monarchies here on Dial B for Birder. You that's know? right. Yeah. Racial you, harmony, the sparrows have that right, right, but the hierarchical system, we can't support. We can't support. Um,. <laughs> We're communists. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. We're back. We're still in the same spot. We haven't moved. Still breathless. Still breathless. And quivering. Hypoxia has set in <laughs> due to the lack of breaths. We're um, just pinching our penises with excitement. <laughs> Jesse has turned a, a shade of blue that is unseen by the common man. Oh, we just scared off the birds with our Shit. being loud. But we, uh, we saw a different type of sparrow just now. The fox sparrow. Fox sparrow. With its beautiful spotted breast and mm-hmm. brown coat. There's something about birding that just makes you want to talk British. You yeah, know? yeah. Because uh, I think like, Brit- like British accents are inhe- inherently more elegant. And when you're trying to talk about like the beauty of an animal, yeah. Want to talk more rather than our ugly American accents. Like, ah, check out this thing. Yeah, do you remember when they did Planet Earth and there was a regular version with David Attenborough and then there was a version with Sigourney Weaver and the Sigourney Weaver one is just fucking awful. Oh, really? It's like, the polar bear goes down. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. The polar bear. <laughs> yeah, you just want to hear that British dryness or something. Right, yeah. No, they, I mean, they invented the English language, Science. so... They get to, um, they get to, hey, have we talked about the, the, uh, the way that that birding book you're possessing is written? It has a, (laughs) has a lot of humor and like, I feel like it doesn't take itself too seriously. This is, uh, Birds of Northern California by, um, David Fix and Andy Bezner. Those are not real names. No one is named David Fix. David That's a hundred percent. F-I-X. David Fix. The Fixes? I don't think so. That's nice try, nice. David. Why won't you reveal your real name? That's a terrible pseudonym. Mr. Fix. Mr. Fix. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but yeah, some of the uh, descriptions of the birds are, are very colorful, and I like some of the language that they use. Uh, it seems like they're, they're having a good time with it, you know? But Those the, birds uh, are a fun bunch, funny bunch. But the uh, what's the one we just saw? The um, the sparrow, fox sparrow, fox sparrow. Some very dry writing there. We were like, uh, we were all very disappointed. So some birds just don't uh, stir the excitement in David and Andy, I guess. Yeah. Well, guess what, David Fix, uh, you need to fix your writing when it comes to my <laughs> beloved sparrows because I treasure them probably more than I will my children. So. <laughs> Fix your attitude, David. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> Jesse's lost it. Jesse's done. I'm scared away all the sparrows. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know, Jesse. Is is I think have we seen all the birds to see for today? Yeah. Okay. So. 
I had like a huge yawn as soon as, <laughs> as soon as you hit record. I just had the biggest yawn in my life. Well, that's the vibes in here. It's sort of a dark room at the end of a long day of birding. Yeah. You know, it's one of my, I'm sorry to sidetrack you, but uh, certain yawns can be very annoying. Like I remember when I was studying very hard in the library for uh, taking my MCAT and I was sitting like two seats away from this guy who every like 30 seconds, he had a big yawn and then he had, he made that sound. You, you guys know what I'm talking about, where it's like, wow, I'm really having a yawn. Like, oh, 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 mm. oh, boy, mm. oh. Yeah, like, oh. that's right on the money. Like, boy, did I have a yawn. And it was like every minute I wanted to strangle him. Uh, but I didn't. Anyways. <laughs> well, that was a good yawn you did just now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was our trip, Jesse. I had a lot of fun out there today. <laughs> Jesse, let me tell you something. This was my first time birding, but definitely not my last. It, it opened my eyes, and and I can't wait to get out there again with you. And and I feel like we learned a lot, you know? Yeah. And that we learned what to do, what not to do. So the next time, we're going to see even more birds, you know? It's just going to get smoother and smoother, and we're yep. going to get smarter and smarter. Yep. Until the point we just like show up and like stick out our arm and then the birds come and fly to us and <laughs> line up on our forearm and we're like, mm, yes, very good birds. <laughs> and then they disperse. And we get the birds to do sounds on the podcast live. Yes. For you. We have guest birds. We <laughs> It flies into and just perches up on the laptop, you know. We should get some famous birds on the podcast. Famous birds. See if we can get Polly or Big Bird. Mm-hmm. What other birds? Uh, uh, Woodstock for peanuts. I don't know what that is. Oh, 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 peanuts, the comic strip. Falco from Star Fox. Dang, dude, you're naming a lot of birds. It's yeah. very impressive. Well, I'm a bit of a bird head. <laughs> cool. Well, I can't wait to learn more about birds. And before you know it, um, I'll be wearing a Hawaiian shirt with a bird pattern on it. That's right. <laughs> That's the goal, That would be cool, actually. Yeah. But, you know, as we like to reinforce, it's not about success, this podcast. It's about get, going outside with friends mm-hmm. and looking at our surroundings. Yeah, experiencing the world in a way you have not before. That's right. And I think we've done that today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I appreciate you uh, taking it all in and... Uh, hit us up. Get in contact with us. How should they get into contact with us, Jesse? That's right. Visit my website, www.noonediesforever.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can email me. Yeah. JesseWilson5000 at ProtonMail.com. <laughs> the only human being I've ever known to have ProtonMail. Not true. <laughs> I convinced my roommate to sign up for oh, ProtonMail. Okay. And actually, that'd be a good sponsor to get. I really do believe in their product and Uh like it. So think about signing up, listener, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, we need a cool sign-off, Jesse. Yeah, I was thinking of like in the intro, but... uh, Well, we're flying out of here, no? I don't know. We'll work it out. It's fine. Next time. All right. Anyways. (laughs) Bye, friends.